Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Got to take care of a few things before we jump into this week's episode. First, our ramping isometrics for BJJ program. It is a 12-week program all laid out for you. It's going to help you build strength and cardio in the fastest, safest, and most convenient way possible. This is how James and I have been training for the past year, and we love it. So we put this program together so you can just follow along, and we are certain you will see and feel the benefits that we do. It's only 15 bucks. Just go to GrumpyGuyBJJ.com, click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner, and you'll find it. Next, R3. Is this is our K2 D3 supplement. It is a combination combination of those two vitamins D3 and K2. These are two vitamins that James and I have been taking for a long time that really help us recover from hard training sessions. And for only 15 bucks with free shipping, you get a whole month supply. I was going to pull up some studies explaining the benefits of D3 and K2, but I'm not going to insult your intelligence and pretend to be a fucking scientist. I take it it helps me recover. That's it. So for 15 bucks, check it out. And last but certainly not least, we have partnered up with Dejitsu.com. They have a ton of awesome BJJ instructionals, and they have hooked us up with a discount code for our listeners. It's Grumpy10. So what you got to do is you go to Dejitsu.com, which is D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com. Find the instructionals you want, throw them in a shopping cart, in the little discount code box, you type in Grumpy10, which is just G-R-U-M-P-Y, and the number 10, one zero. That's it. No spaces. Boom. You get 10% off. You're up and running. They got a nice app you can download on your phone. That way you can take your instructions right to the gym with you, watch the technique, drill it. It's a pretty sweet setup. So once again, D-I-G-I-T-S-U.com, discount code Grumpy10, G-R-U-M-P-Y, one zero. Simple as that. To find all this stuff I just got done talking about, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com. Click the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. There, you'll subscribe to our newsletter for podcast updates. You'll find links for the Ramping ISOs program, the R3 Recovery Supplement, and then under the Programs and Products tab, you'll find a link to dejitsu.com. And let's be honest, if you guys can't figure out how to navigate a website by now, there's nothing I can do to help you. So quit fucking around. Check it out, train hard, and let's get into this week's episode. And boom. Boom. We are back. <laughs> sort of. We have a very extra special edition of the podcast today. We don't have James, uh-uh. but we have two special guests. We got Kelly yeah. and Angela. <laughs> the, the happy gal. The happy gal yes. takeover of the podcast. We have a very happy episode today. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if you guys will influence me to be happier or if I'll influence you guys to be grumpier. I think it's going to go us influencing it's, you. It's two on one. I think yeah. we got this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So this came about because uh, James and I, poor planning. We knew, you know, he told me he was going to be out of town this weekend, hanging out with Joel Jameson. And I went back to work last week, but we didn't do the math and realize that we probably should have recorded last week, yeah. an extra episode. I think Labor so. Day. Oh, it was Labor Day weekend, too. Yeah, we could have, yeah. we had extra time. We yep. could have done it. Except we were, we were out, goofing off. We were out goofing around <laughs> on the river. So, yep. I led to it. And this, I kind of had this idea half-assed, like, as I was leaving last night. 
But then when you texted me this morning, I was like, oh, she's serious. <laughs> I guess we're doing this. I talked to James and he was like, sure, why not? So. Sure. <laughs> yep. Have us on. So, for our millions of fans, we should, you guys should like introduce yourselves. You've had some like cameos on the podcast. A little bit. So Just I think, when I come in to say bye to you guys. Hi and bye. <laughs> so people yep. are aware of you. Yes. But who are you? Who am I? Who are you? Really? <laughs> Not like a big existential question. <laughs> I mean, you can really, if you I want really to go deep, think we talk about this, Rob. We, we, we talk about me. Okay, we can start with Angela. We put her on the spot. Sure. Uh, I've been training jujitsu seven years, and I'm a purple belt. There you go. Your name is Angela. I'm Angela. And yeah, Angela. I'm Kiele, James's wife. And gosh, I don't even know. Have I been doing jujitsu for about five years, almost? In November, will be five years. Really? Yeah, also a purple belt. And both you guys are... One degree purple belt. One degree? You're two degrees. Second, second degree. Second degree yes. purple belt. <laughs> first I was, first I, degree. I was trying to remember that because Mahler was over in my house yesterday. And he brought up the fact that he was still purple belt. And I was like, how long have you been purple belt? He's like, oh, about seven years. <laughs> it's not like I can't remember what he said. But he's been at it for a while. Yeah. He's- I take some time off he's taking some time off and i didn't want to hear i'm sure he, he might listen i think he listens to this podcast i didn't drop this information on him yesterday but I, I wanted to share with him like well you might be a seven-year purple belt because of your style of jiu-jitsu the fact that you said i don't have a game plan i just do stuff <laughs> <laughs> might lead to good things and or bad things in jiu-jitsu so it hasn't led to a brown belt. It hasn't led to a brown belt yet. It's coming. One day. Good. Purple's good. Yeah. I think it's a great color. Yeah. My favorite color. So purple. I Brown's not just, a real pretty color. No. no. You can't color coordinate your outfits as well. No. That's for sure. Yeah. No. Stay purple for a long, long time. You That's the plan. You know it's out of your either one of yours control. Kind of. Kind of. Keep wearing the same belt. You can just keep wearing it. Even if you get promoted, you can just be like, no. Memory loss. I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't get I don't need one. to be a brown belt. Yep. You could, I guess. <clears throat> Lose it. Lose your brown belt. Or right before you're about to get promoted, you quit and open up your own school without a, co- without a coach. That might be a little extreme. That's a little extreme, but it is an option. To avoid. To avoid promotion. <laughs> Instead of just skipping seminars and classes with the coach there, you could just abort mission altogether. Yeah. My brother called Kevin because he's doing all this, like, digging into our family history, and he found our crest and all this. So he wanted to get a belt with our family crest embroidered on it. So he calls Kevin and the first question he asked Kevin is, so is my sister getting promoted anytime soon? And I'm like, Kevin, did you laugh at him? Did he really <laughs> ask that? What was Kevin, the end? What did Kevin... Kevin was like, no. no. Should be purple for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Brian, you don't call and ask my coach. No, Kevin, <laughs> is she going to be... Pre-? He's like, well, I just didn't want to send a bell and you, like, get promoted shortly after because it, like, you know, isn't... So you're going to have a belt with a family crest... Well, and then this led to, he got the, did him and Kevin started talking, which is scary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you sign off on this? No, <laughs> no not at all. Um, well, because that's what I get for not answering my brother's phone calls right off, right away, because yeah. he starts doing other research on his own. But, um, 
Kevin found out that he had the digital file for it, so he told my brother that we could get uh, patches embroidered. And so I think I'm going to get a patch for my gi. With... And a belt, or just not? No, a belt? I think just... just the patch. That's yeah. cool. What's your family crest look like? I know it's kind of hard to explain on a podcast. Yeah, but... it's it's like got hearts on it, and the hearts are like this wood plant. I don't know. I should know more about it, but I just found out we even had a family crest about a week ago. (laughs) Um, But apparently, like, there's jujitsu schools in Japan that use this crest. Really? Yeah, I guess our family's, like, samurai history is what he's found. So awesome. Yeah, I don't know. So it's, like, got these three, like, heart-looking things around and then, like, this circle in the center. And it kind of looks like an emoji. I was like, I don't know that I see samurai wearing this. It's cute. That it's could cute. be that could be your next Masters Worlds tattoo. Ooh, it could be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there a next Masters World tattoo? <laughs> well, there was a first. <laughs> so so there could be a next. family crest. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think we should all get your family crest. Yeah, no, that'd be no, weird. I'm saying let's find all of your guys. I, I've gone down that road before. I can't. Mine's got something. It was not nearly that exciting. Like there was no samurais in my past. No warriors. If I remember right, there was like a tree stump. <laughs> and then something else not very exciting. Okay. Like there I came go. from a line of ditch diggers and tree choppers apparently or something. Nice. Which, okay, that makes sense, I guess. So. But anyways. Any hints Any of your... My, my tattoo? Your family, my family crest? crest? I family have no history. idea. No. No. I haven't looked into it. Hmm. Some homework for you. Some Arab, German, and Irish family. So who knows? Seems aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said all the, piss, and Irish. all the pissed off people in the world yeah, right there. All come together. <laughs> I feel like there's drinking there that you don't drink. Except for the Arab side. They're not, they're not Arabs drinkers. Don't drink, they don't not drink really, much. no. Most don't. Hmm. I think that's why I can't drink the Arab blood. I would think the Irish blood would really <laughs> cancel it out. That out. Yeah, the, the Irish, Irish and German, German should. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I'm not trying hard enough, probably. Probably. Not yeah. embracing your roots. Yeah, that's probably it. That's it. Yeah. So, did you guys come in with a game plan today? Or what you wanted to talk about? I hope, I hope you guys prepared for your like podcast debut. This could be like a life changing event for you guys. This is I have a whole notebook. A big yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't see it's any, not here. I don't see any I notes. It, any notes in front of either one of you. No, I, I I did do try to find some I was gonna call it sister science. <laughs> is it? Nice. Yeah. Phil James's shoes. But I, there's like oddly enough, there's no science on women's Anything like women jujitsu or women wrestling or grappling, I guess it's not really a thing that people wanted to study. I could see that. Oh, we might be getting our Pokemon update. I don't know. I that the door or, Aka's, or it's Aka being aggressive about being excluded. It could be. It is. <laughs> we can't. We've learned for some reason. He was hanging out with us on the podcast for quite a while, quite a few episodes. And yeah, I don't know what happened. Past couple months. Sense. He's just been going ape shit. Um, yeah, he's a weirdo. <laughs> so we'll be getting a Pokemon update on this episode. Oh, here, we, here go, we go. Possibly. And Aka. Are we ready for the Pokemon update, dude? Yeah. All right. Okay, so um, my today's Pokemon update is Lycanroc GX. It has 200 hit points. 
And GXs have actually three moves. It does 30, 120, and 200. The 200 is like in Fang GX. And um, it's my most damage yet, I think. But I have somebody who does has more hit points, 220. And... That's pretty cool. That's a real big Pokemon card, too. Yeah, it's a big Pokemon card. Yeah. And you told me yesterday that if I was thinking about getting you a birthday present, Target was the best place to get packs of Pokemon cards. Yeah. In case I was wondering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad you told me that, though. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have known where to get them. What if I don't want to get you Pokemon cards for your birthday, though? That's the only thing I like. <laughs> <laughs> so if I get you anything else, you're just going to take it back and not accept the gift? I don't know. You're pretty into those bot-bots. Yeah. Um, you can get me bot-bots or a Pokemon. <laughs> I can. Well, thank you for letting me. Are you registered at Target? <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. have a gift list? Your birthday's not for a long time. Yeah. Christmas well, comes. This is some pre-planning. Yeah. It's, it's less... Than a year. It is less than a year. <coughs> yep. But Christmas comes first. Yeah. Yeah? You don't want Christmas gifts, you just want birthday gifts? I do. <laughs> I want Christmas gifts. Alright. I might get like tons of Pokemon card, card packs and then on my birthday I might have so much that I get all of them. That's a lot of hoping. I think there's a whole bunch of Pokemon cards. Yeah. Oh. My friend has 2,000 and that's not even all the Pokemon. Man, wow. Man. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thanks, dude. Thanks for the update. Yep. Thank you. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya. All right. I knew everybody was couldn't wait to hear that. Yep. No. So on a more serious note, I was gonna ask you guys about like what it's like to be a chick doing jujitsu. But before we get into that, we can't just like dive into this week's topic because that's not not how it works. Yeah. (laughs) I gotta tell you, I didn't tell you. I've told her. About my most recent encounter with a neighbor and my dog. Uh oh. This is amazing. Then amazing. it was. This, <laughs> okay. is, this is truly amazing, and it's all started. Remember, I think I'm pretty sure Jan- James shared the story like a month or two ago when you guys were out mountain biking, and that little dog attacked Aka, and then that lady was being real mean to him. Yeah. Then you came up and mean mugged her, and it all squashed. <laughs> yes. Similar, because that th- that whole incident was spawned by a little shithead dog yeah. being out of control. Same situation, right? So I'm walking through my neighborhood, minding my own business. I see across the street, this guy comes out of his house and he's got a little chihuahua with him. I'm on the other side of the road. I know this dog's kind of an asshole because he comes out at the fence barking at us, you know, time, every time. And so I don't cross the street. I just turn around. I start walking the other way. Of course, his dog comes charging at us. Tries to bite my dog. I mean, he's being super aggressive trying to bite my dog. And my dog's not very tolerant, to put it nicely. So my dog was going to try to kill him. So yeah. <laughs> I try, So I yanked my... I had my dog on a leash, of course. So I yanked my dog back. And I go to, like, flick the dog, like, with his foot. I'm sure from his perspective, it looked like I was kicking his dog, which I kind of was. Yeah. But I was just trying to create space. Because yeah. it was either... I made the choice. Either I, my dog might get a hold of it. Because this dog's not stopping. He just keeps yeah. lunging at my dog. It's either my dog, if my dog gets a hold of it, it's dead. It's a rat. Like, you're not going to stop it before he's yeah. dead. It's either that or I yank my dog back and I try to kick the dog away. And then hopefully his owner can come get him. 
So this is going on. You can picture this. I'm yanking my dog. I'm kicking at this little fucking dog. This guy finally runs out and scoops up his dog and he yells at me, oh, don't kick at him. Oh my gosh. I was like, hey man, uh, my dog is going to eat him. If It's either I kick him or my dog is going to eat him. And then he's like, well, why do you always have to walk down here? And it took me a second. I was like, dude, I live right there. I was one street over from my street. And you can almost see my house through like the yards. Yeah. I was like, my house is literally right there. That's like my roof. And he didn't even listen to me. He's like, why do you always got to walk down here? And so I could tell he, I wasn't going to get through to him. I was like, wait a second. Your dog attacked mine and this is my fault somehow? And then you, I could see his gears turning. Like, okay, this argument's not working. Let's change tactics. Then he goes, can you guess where the argument would go on how this would be my fault? If I was to give you, I'll give you, I could give you a hundred guesses. Do you have any? <laughs> so his next response yes. as to how this is your my, fault? I asked him, I was like, so your dog attacked mine. First, I shouldn't be walking on his street. Uh-huh. Apparently it's his street. He owns it. But then when he realized that didn't work, and I asked him, I was like, your dog attacked mine. Mine's on a leash, and this is my fault. How? How do you, what would uh, a normal response be? Well, a normal response. Oh, okay. Well, like, don't, make, don't, <laughs> no, no, don't go normal. Don't go normal. <laughs> what would a ridiculous response be? A completely ridiculous response. Is, I don't know. Why don't you just? Why don't you own a cat? <laughs> <laughs> That's close. That might have been better. He says to me, "You're walking down here all the time, casing houses." <laughs> what? I was like, what? I I was dumbfounded. I was like, what? He's like, I know why you're always down here. You're, you're casing houses, looking for houses to rob. And then, I, like, I, I laughed a little bit. I chuckled at him. I was like, because then he starts walking away at this point. And, and I was like, what in the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, you're trying to rob houses. I see you walking around looking at all the houses all the time, being all nosy. Oh, my God. I, w- I was like, dude. Your dog attacked mine, and all of a sudden I'm a burglar? I was like, <laughs> I was like you are being completely ridiculous right now. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, I know what I, I, know what I see. You're trying, to, you're trying to rob houses. You shouldn't be walking down here all the time. Wow. And I was just like, you're right. I, I'm looking for houses to rob. <laughs> you say my name is Rob. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Rob. I'm not trying to not rob houses. <laughs> but, yeah, that happened. Like I was out walking my dog. I think it was two or Wednesday morning before I went to work. That's and I was crazy. just walking my dog. All of a sudden, I became a. I was out casing houses. Just be. I know, Aka. I know. Just because his dog attacked mine. Thankfully, nothing bad happened. Jeez. I could only imagine what he would say if something happened. Dude, like. That's what I thought. If his house gets broken into, it's. it's oh, they're coming good. to me. You know, I. I think I actually might go down and talk to the guy. Like, go knock on his door yeah. and be like, "Hey, dude." Like. You know, we were both a little heated the other day. This is, but hey, man, like I'm not trying to rob anybody. Like, here's my name. If you want to call the cops, here's my phone number. Yeah, I live right there. Please send them by. I would love, <laughs> love to, to talk hi. to him. I would love to say Maybe hi. It'll be someone I know. It's probably somebody I know. Like, like, come on, man. Like, we got to understand what happened here. Your little shit dog tried to attack mine. Nothing bad happened, and it could have. And that's it. But I think I will. I'll probably will end up going down there and just. People are so crazy. I couldn't believe it, dude. People are crazy. <clears throat> Those little dogs are wild to me. Yeah. It's like it's it's like under a certain size, people almost feel like they don't need to worry about them because they can't do anything bad. No, and they don't train them at all when they're it's, little because they're little. We got, like, when you were talking to that guy yesterday, their little dog was 
taking a poop in my front yard. I'm like, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> in a <Yeah>. Yorkie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it's, yeah, people either, a lot, I say, yeah, it's very general, but a lot of people don't, just because their dog really can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, they don't but train then the, it. But then the chances of that, that dog getting hurt if your dog is really aggressive, mm-hmm. it's really high, you know, yeah. but they don't think about that, and that's a, I just, yeah, I couldn't believe it, though. It just went from this guy not being a good, responsible dog owner to me being a burglar. <laughs> that escalated quickly. So quickly, dude, like... Immediately, and, and, and I mean, the first part was ridiculous. I, I can understand he was emotional, you know, it got heated pretty fast. But the fact that he's like, don't walk down the street, like, he owns the street. Yeah. I mean, anybody, yeah, private drive sign, yeah. yeah, like all these houses that are next to you, people live in these things, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they walk around, they ride bikes, all kinds of it's weird, I know, but all kinds of things, but no, and then it went from that to. Being a burglar. So, I was looking forward to sharing that on the podcast. Yeah. I'm glad we're recording this week because I would have had to wait, wait until <laughs> wait next week. To, I would have had to wait too long it's to share. It's so funny how, like, because James will do that when we when something happens. He's like, oh, I got to go make a note so I remember about that on the podcast. <laughs> I always, I'm always worried about that because I always show up to you guys' house early and James and I will get talking for 45 minutes before we record. And then I'm all, like, man, we're going to run out of stuff to talk about, but. That doesn't ever seem to be the problem. You, know, you guys talk a lot. <laughs> yes, we do. Sometimes in the middle of grumpy guy class, even. Wait, you guys are accusing us of talking a lot? I don't know if this is justifiable or not. We talk a lot, but we don't disrupt class because we're not leading the class. But is it disrupting class if we're the ones running class? Or is it just part of the experience? <laughs> It's pausing the exercising. <laughs> but usually you guys enjoy the, the pause. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Angela. <laughs> but anyways, so I wanted to share that story with everybody. I had thought maybe this should be a little like the airing of the grievances, but... We, well, I think we may have to have one of those episodes. I think so, too. Yeah. Like Festivus. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it around Christmas time, yeah. a, an annual Festivus episode, an airing of grievances. Yeah. That'd be good. But I don't know if we I should. I think that would be great. Yeah, but I don't know if you guys should be part of that. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. You wouldn't want both sides to No, be no, there. we don't want both sides. We just want to air our grievances. <laughs> We don't want to give you guys a chance to rebuttal or anything. <laughs> we'll just have to listen to it the following week when it comes out. But you could always have your own podcast. It's a pretty simple system. We could. I don't know that we have that kind of drive and determination. No, I'm not sure we do. <laughs> we just rather hijack yours every yeah, now and exactly. then. <laughs> Much easier. Is it easier? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take a whole lot of drive and determination to do a podcast. It takes some time, though. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. Consistency is a big one. Yeah. yeah. Consistently it's mediocre, but it's still consistent. <laughs> <laughs> it is still consistent. It's always entertaining. We'll just fill in on the off chance that you guys need content. That, that could be. We could just have you guys fill in once in a while. Yeah. We'll see how many complaints we get about this episode. Or maybe our most popular episode ever. New followers. (laughs) We may get some female listeners. That would be. I'm guessing we don't have very many. And then you guys will piss them off next week. (laughs) Yeah, then we'll say some sexist shit and piss everybody off. I 
I could see that. <laughs> I don't think we generally say too many sexist things on here. No. Not for the most no, part. I don't think so. <clears throat> no. We may say some accidentally racist things once in a while. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. And then you cover it up by saying you're a lookist. Observist <laughs> <laughs> or a lookist. Yeah. <laughs> Who is there? We like to be very assumptive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On this mm-hmm. podcast. I did come across the word the other day that might describe us as, you know, being a terrible, terrible people is a, a trans exclusionary. So like if, if you're the type of person that doesn't believe a guy who is a trans woman should be allowed to compete in the women's divisions of any sport, because that's just, in my sense, logical. Yeah. Because there's obviously advantages there. Yeah. Like, there, did you guys see? There's a, a rapper from from England or something. His name is Zuby. He was a guy who... <laughs> he's a pretty strong and fit dude. Like, you can tell he lifts some weights. And he set the women's powerlifting uh, deadlift record. Because as he walked up to the barbell, he's like, Why I'm doing this lift, I identify as a woman. And so that qualifies him as a woman, and he deadlifted and broke all the women's world records. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so now he is a... That was he, just proving a point. He, he holds the world record for the women's deadlift. Wow. Because that he just wanted to show how ridiculous this world has become. Yeah. And uh-huh. so he gets labeled as like a trans-exclusionary. He's like, wow, that guy. I said, we might fall into that category. Yeah. Podcast, <clears throat> you know, Apple Podcast has a lot of new categories and subcategories you can put your podcast in. I wonder if trans-exclusionary is one of them. <laughs> I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> we could just put all the terrible labels on there, like sexist, trans-exclusionary, racist, just put terrible labels, like you categories. You might get your podcast removed from Apple. <laughs> or you might get more hits of people you don't want listening, maybe. I don't know. That is true. It might attract a different you get a whole interesting following. A whole new audience. It might get a lot of weird emails. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get, I wish we got more weird email, emails. Do you guys get any emails? <laughs> <laughs> Once in a while. Once in a great while. Nice. When we pose a question out there for our... Did anyone respond to your stand up or sit down? No. No? It's bullshit. He did an informal poll at the gym. I, I'm still, it's still ongoing. I meant to ask Nate. I did notice the poster in the bathroom at the gym has a guy standing. The, the arm bar. <clears throat> like things to oh. do. But isn't that, isn't that just showing that you should have you shouldn't be barefoot in the bathroom? Yeah, but he's he's at the toilet. Yeah, that doesn't. That's that's a very small thing though. It <laughs> doesn't count. That doesn't count. And it's kind of a public bathroom. That was the the yeah, like there. you know, in public bathrooms, most of the time I'm standing up. But yeah, I'm taking total polls, and I bought, I got some converts. <laughs> <laughs> I told somebody I won't I won't put him on blast on here. I don't know if he's comfortable with his information being out there. But he told he was when I first asked him, he said he's you know stood up all the time at home. And he's a domesticated, civilized individual, married, children and whatnot. But he said he's sitting down about fifty percent of the time now. Huh. Changes to him. I like how you're not anyone else is doing it, but you're converting people to I'm converting, it. <laughs> I'm showing error in their ways. <laughs> To realize that it's a more sanitary way to live. Then the poll a year from now will show more people on your side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta ask Nate. Nate's a very domesticated, civilized individual. Yeah. We'll see what he says. He's listening. So, 
I'm sure he tells me. <laughs> Anytime I mention stuff on here and I'm wrong or I screw something up, Nate's like, hey, that's not right. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Oh, man. That's what we need to do is the follow-up podcast to their podcast. Correct answers. Correct yeah. Here's what you missed. Yes. <laughs> now, here's a different take. The more correct take. Yeah. Hmm. So I do have a story that I'm sure James was going to share. But I'm, since he's not here, I'm going to share it. So I got a call on Friday, um, that, and it was the District 51 Nutritional Services. And I'm like, what is this? I told Angela this story. Um, and it's a, it's a recorded call, and they're like, we're just calling to let you know that your son, Z. Wilson, has a negative balance of $14 and some <laughs> odd cents. And I'm like, what? Because I send his lunch to school with him every day. Like, you know, I didn't even know that you, if you, like, they just automatically give them account an account. Like, it's not something, I thought it was like You'd something have to you sign had up to set for up. Yeah. yeah. And, and at the very least, they wouldn't give him stuff unless there was money on the account. I, and, but no, he's been getting a milk with his lunch every single day since school started. <laughs> well, they offer it. <laughs> he, that's what he's like. I'm the only one that doesn't get a milk, so I just started getting milks. And I'm like... Are you getting chocolate oh. milk? Is that the move? No, white milk. White milk, oh. Yeah. True moo white milk. True. <laughs> $14 worth. A carton. carton. Yeah, it's almost a dollar. It's like 88 cents a thing for a tiny little... Thing. But anyways, yeah, I was I was just like, that's that's kind of crazy that they let a first grader just rack up. A th- like, he could have been getting lunches, meals, and I would have had, like, a meal is three bucks, so oh, I would have had, yeah. like, a 30-some-odd dollar bill that, you know, like, if we were living paycheck to paycheck would be a little shocking. And I don't know, like, I was a little, James was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't argue from the other side of that. The reason being, uh, my mom has ran school lunch programs for like uh-huh. 30 years. She's worked in the school system. And I bet you, I mean, I don't know that's for a fact, but I, I bet you the reason they allow kids to do that, like, hey, you know, I'm hungry or I want this or that, because mm-hmm. there are some really fucking terrible parents out there. Yeah. And they, they won't, not only won't they send any food or drinks to, uh, with their kids to school but they won't bother and calling the school and setting it up to see if they have food or drink so if, yeah. if a kid's hungry they're going to be like, of course you can have all the food you want yeah so except I bet, for they can't get two two meals yeah that's right that. you know, yeah. but you know what I mean Like, I, yeah. I think it's it is messed up that they just well, allow a kid I think the thing like one I think they should like there should be some sort of thing in place I think like like the teacher should know and contact the parents and be like, hey. He's getting milk every day. Is this okay? Yeah. Like the first week. It, but yeah, it was like three weeks in. They give me this call and I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know what to tell your kid mm-hmm. to and not do. Like, And all the other kids are getting milk. Yeah. yeah cause, dude, I remember being in you know, elementary, like the first, second grade. I remember like at like snack time or the afternoon break time. It wasn't recess, but they would bring... Like carton, you know, like one of those milk crates full mm-hmm. of those little cartons of milk to the mm-hmm. classroom, and all the kids got them. I remember doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you didn't buy mm-hmm. lunch, you know, I, mean, I don't remember if my parents were buying it, if it was just a school thing, but yeah, I did yeah. remember that. And I, I can see a little kid like, oh yeah, yeah, everybody else got milk. I'd like yeah. milk. Why not? It was just yeah. funny. I was like, it is pretty funny. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get milk. Yeah, you should have known before. Yeah. Well, and there were days when he wouldn't bring his. Well, he'd bring his lunch home, and he didn't really eat. 
And I'm like, have you been getting, like, before, because you can log into their account and see, like, the breakdown of everything that he's gotten. And it was just milk. But before I looked, I was like, have you, like, is that why you're coming home with food? Because you're just, like, showing up and eating in school lunch. lunch. That's awesome. (laughs) So, there's. But that's the only call you've gotten from school so far? So far, yeah. (laughs) What are we, three weeks in? You're doing well. (laughs) Thanks. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> no calls from the principal yet. No, no, no. He's, you know, he's a good... He's a good kid. He is a good kid. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, no cussing. He seems to know when to keep it under control. That's good. Yeah. Rue was taking kids down in first grade and punching... He punched a kid, I think, in second grade. <laughs> Took a kid down with Osotogari in first grade, I think. Yeah. Hope he used good technique. He said he did. Yeah. I, I, I would think so. We've done that one a lot, a lot so I think he's pretty good at that. that That's awesome. I, I said, did you get in trouble? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what did the teacher say? It's like, she said no tackles. It's not a tackle, Mom. It's a takedown. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I hope he said that to the he teacher. Did. He did. He did. Yeah. I was like. Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you said there's no tackles. I didn't tackle him. Yeah, I did not. So it's a judo throw. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in the books that says no yeah. judo throws. Oh, man. He didn't really get in trouble for that one, so I figured the kid must have had it coming. Otherwise, I would have gotten a call or a refocus sheet, but nothing on that one. I did on the him punching a kid. I got a refocus sheet home on that one. What was the cause of the him punching a kid? The kid was just being awful to him, and he was he was putting his football like at his crotch and making like just being obscene Meaning. and obnoxious and... So Rude had enough and punched him in the stomach. <laughs> like, all right. The best refocus sheet, though, was him when he said fuck at school. And he had to write, like, what what did I do? And it said, I said a bad word. I said fuck. And that was like, fuck was the only word spelled right on there. <laughs> and then at the bottom, I was like, what will I do differently? And, and not, he, not say fuck. <laughs> he said, not say a dad word because he mixed up yes. the B and D. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. Yeah. That, I kept that refocus sheet because that one made me laugh. Yeah, Yeah. that's a pretty good one. It was right before Thanksgiving, so I was like, they're not going to remember. I'm not sending it back in. I did, and I kept it. (laughs) That's awesome. For the the scrapbook, I guess. (laughs) That'll be a good scrapbook when he graduates high school. At his open house, put that up on the... Some embarrassing naked baby pictures, put the refocus sheet up there. refocus sheet. CZ, uh, he puts fuck on his pictures. I have one on my fridge. I yeah. have one on my fridge. Right I now. have I have a Z original too. <laughs> yes. so. I think that that's a valuable skill for a kid to learn to learn when to swear and not to swear. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty impressed that either one of your boys has got that down. <laughs> that's good. Remember that was a lesson. Like my mom was just opposed to swearing. She didn't want us ever swearing. My dad was a little more logical. He's like, the little boys, they're gonna swear. When no one's around, they're going to swear. So then he was always adamant when the mom was out of earshot. Like, hey, I know you're going to say fucked up things. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, don't say them. Adults, if adults can hear you, don't say them. He's like, if you say it around me, he's like, honestly, I don't care. But use it right. Don't use it around adults. Use it right. And you're, we're good. That was, all, right. that was always his lesson. Yeah. yeah like, if you're going to use it, use it right. So it's a good skill for little boys to have. Rue's pretty anti-swearing now. There were he was playing with some kids at the pool earlier this summer, and they were they were swearing. So he just 
took his ball and left and got away from him. I was like, wow. Really? Mm, from the kid who was swearing in first grade, you're a pretty high horse on this one. <laughs> hey, it's a good hill to stand yeah, on. Let it him, works. Let him run with it. Don't, don't question that no, one. No, we'll, we'll stick with it. Stick with it. <laughs> cool. Well, anything else before I start hammering you guys with very... No, do you want to hear my sister science? Oh, you did? You did come up with some sister science? Well, see, I found something when I was looking. It's uh, it's called trash talking and trolling. <laughs> they did a study on this? <laughs> yes. it's It talks about how men, more so than women, will trash talk. Trash talking is most commonly about the proximate, approximately important topic of playing ability while ultimately relevant topics such as physical appearance also appear to be common. And men trash talk significantly more than women and consistently across topics. And contact sports such as football, hockey, lacrosse, and wrestling are associated with trash talk significantly more than other sports. So that was the random... That was the study? Yeah, someone... uh, It's an interesting thing to study. They did a study of 291 varsity athletes. Who competed in top division sports? I so. can see that. Yeah. Well, that, that segues perfectly into women in jiu-jitsu, or like I said, chicks in jiu-jitsu. Chick jitsu. Chick jitsu. You can say it. I can say it. <laughs> I, I don't feel it's offensive. I don't think the word. Chick. We use it. No, yeah, I, don't. I don't think it's offensive. We used to have a lot more chick jitsu. There yeah. were a lot of like we I mean, we'd have nights where there were more women there than men yeah yeah we had a, strong, a lot yeah strong women's team for a while and then now it's really just been Us. two or three <laughs> yeah at the yeah. most just yeah kind of i think it ebbs off. and flows yeah hopefully we had that one class when canuto was here with 12 women but I don't know if that's because Canuto was here or not. Man, it's had something to do with it. The fact that the guy's extremely handsome and really good at jiu-jitsu is so frustrating. But yeah, we haven't had, I don't know, hasn't been too many women in class. So I'm trying to get more. Trying to recruit coworkers and people to come in. So That is an interesting thing because, I mean... I've obviously talked to all my friends about it and are trying to get them to do it and like they just don't want to. It's a weird it's a weird thing. My sister's that way. She came and watched part of one class and we were just doing we were just up down out at the end of class and she had the most disgusted look on her face I've ever seen. She's like, "I don't know you." <laughs> what was so disgusting to her? Just the sweatiness and the closeness and just it, she was just completely grossed out. I think it's a hard thing for women to I think, be yeah, okay, women be more okay than with. Men. Yeah. yeah, I really do. I think it's a hard thing for a lot of guys to be okay mm-hmm. with. If you didn't grow up in competitive sports and environments, even if it wasn't wrestling, but because like when you're playing basketball or football, you're like, you're in close quarters, you're on top of each other, you know, like you get used to it and it's your personal, your sense of personal space is, is adjusted. But if you don't come up doing that and you know, a lot of girls don't, not mm-hmm. as much as guys, it's, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest hurdle. Yeah. I think. I Yeah, I mean, I guess I I kind of understand. Because when James started doing it, I was like, mm, that's all yours. Like, you can go have fun with that. I was doing yoga and trail running and had no desire at all. And he kept talking to me about it. And yeah, and then I, I think I did a class and I was like, oh, that's all right. And then I did another. And then I was like, oh, okay. kind of cool. There's something here. <laughs> was there many other girls in there? Like when you came in and tried class? I mean, you were there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Besides, I can't. I don't looking back. I can't remember. I started all this after. Started. Oh. Oh, is James calling in? Yep. Oh, we're gonna put all James right. into the podcast. Hey. Hello. Hey, is this a Grumpy Guy podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes. The call in line with the happy gals. Dude, this is a first right here. We have, this is the first. Women's edition, and also our first ever caller. We've never had. Yes, I know. I was uh, telling somebody, I was like, man, I gotta go be a call-in guest on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How's your day? Oh, it's going good. We just got done with a uh, presentation from a ultra runner girl. She runs like 200 mile plus races. Jeez. So. Yeah, man, she was right up your alley, Rob. Was I that the, a, was it Courtney her. DeWalter? Who? Courtney, I think her last name's DeWalter. What, what was this girl's name? Shit, you're going to make me look it up, huh? <laughs> I, think, I thought her name was Becky or something. Oh. But, uh, yeah, man, I think you're an ultra runner, brother. What? I'm really curious as to why you think this. Well, because you have to be really psycho. <laughs> and you have to be very comfortable with pain almost to the point of enjoying it. Okay. And, uh, you know, check. you kind of have to be mad at yourself a little bit. Check, 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 yeah. Check, check, check. <laughs> and, uh, dude, her whole thing was it's all, most of it's mental. Becky Rogers was her name. Huh. You know, a lot of it's mental. And it was interesting because she was talking about how a lot of her training is geared towards that mental aspect. Like she'll go on runs, dragging a tire or carrying a kettlebell, and it's not so much for the aerobic fitness. It's it's the mental training. It's like this is this is hard, and so if she can complete that workout without having to you know put the log down or the kettlebell or you know stop dragging the tire. Then when she gets to the race and it's hard, and she can be like, at least I don't got to carry a fucking log up this hill, and. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, as I was, you know, listening to her, I'm like, dude, this sounds like Rob. This is like shit that Rob does all the time. He does stupid shit to himself <laughs> just so that when things get hard, he's like, well, this is easier than the shit I did to myself. <laughs> and, uh, so that's why I was like, dude, you're an ultra runner hard, I think, bro. I, I, you might be on to something, man. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about that the other day because – when I was in Telluride this week, uh, this past week, they had the Imogene Pass run, which is, uh, the Imogene Pass is a pass that goes from your ready to Telluride. It's like 17 yep. miles, mm-hmm. and it's 10 miles uphill to the top Imogene Pass, which is way the fuck up there, right? like 12, 13, 14,000 feet, and then seven miles back down into Telluride. And I was like, man, I could get on board with something like that. <laughs> the, you know, it is just about suffering. I might do something like that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, man, it is. It's about being comfortable with suffering. Yeah. So, yeah, it was funny, man. It was, uh, yeah, that was my takeaway. Was you're a uh, you're a closet ultra runner. I think I am. So, yeah, yeah, man. But uh, no, man, it's good. We had uh, um, had the presentation yesterday. We're super good. Had uh, um, man, the one that got me fired up was actually the guy who owns the gym here, talking about like doing good. You know, using your, uh, you know, like, you know, I don't know. Like his thing is like doing charity events. Like he does a charity workout um, every weekend on Saturday, huh. and he raises like thousands of dollars for local charities. And just you know how he's able to use his uh, 
his platform for helping to influence, um, you know, just do good in the, in the community. And, uh, yeah, that kind of got me inspired trying to think of some different ways and, and things, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been good. Then we had the fucking crazy thunderstorm last night. It's funny, man. You think in Seattle where it rains all the time that like lightning and thunder would be common, but apparently it's not. So they were all tripping out, but, uh, yeah, man. So that's been my my experience sitting here just sweating a lot unnecessarily in the humidity of the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so what's the what's the topic? What are you guys talking about? We were just getting into uh chicks in jujitsu. We you know, we had our first forty minutes of nonsense. Yes. And then I don't know what's going on. Well, we we're having some sound issues here, but uh so we had a bunch of storytelling and nonsense, and then now we're getting into uh, uh, chicks and jiu-jitsu, and then uh, we've been sidelined now with some good James stories. With the, so. with the ultra, with uh, Rob being a closet ultra runner. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, nice. So, are we in favor or against chicks and jiu-jitsu? <laughs> wow. I, didn't, I didn't think. <laughs> wow. Great I didn't, way to ask that question when Rob's the only guy here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't even think that was a question, James. But uh... oh. well, we got to start at the beginning, don't we? <laughs> I see. Apparently, I'm a more sensitive, giving type of person. I would well, start. Also... I would. I would start with the question: How did you women get involved in jujitsu, and maybe how to get more women involved? Not whether we should allow women to do it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a good place to start. You're also sitting. You're also sitting in the room with them too. So that is true. There's there's you're, immediate consequences to my actions. You're hundreds of miles away safely. <laughs> that's right. That is right. So, so yeah. So what did you guys? I mean, oh, what's Angela's story? Did she tell her story yet? No, nope. not yet. Not yet. No, I'm kind of interested to hear what's Angela's story. How'd she get into jujitsu? So my best friend in California did jiu-jitsu and I went and watched her one day and told her she was absolutely crazy. There's no way in hell I would ever do that. And then got a divorce, moved out here. And then I was like, I need something to do because Rue was at his dad's half the time. So I trained for a Tough Mudder and did that in June. And as soon as I was done with that, I was like, all right, now what can I do? I was like, I'm going to do jiu-jitsu. So I went to the old Gracie Baja gym here and tried one class and they said if you sign up on your first day we'll give you a free gi and I was like all right sign me up and I was a little nervous to sign a one-year contract because I didn't know if I'd stick with it that long but <laughs> seven years later here I am here you are here yep. you are okay. yeah no it's funny man I remember you you were my uh my training partner when Tim popped my rib yep <laughs> uh, yeah man it was like a couple of weeks before my first tournament that I'd signed up and we were doing up down out and Tim got me in a bow and arrow choke. Surprise, surprise. And, uh, and yeah, just the way I got twisted trying to get out of it, he fucking popped one of my, my rib cartilage. And so I ended up not being able to compete, but like it was really hard to train. I definitely couldn't train with like someone who was just beast moding all the time. So uh, I remember that's when you and I like started to become friends. Yeah. You were like my training partner like every time for yep. a few months there when my rib was <laughs> every, hurt. Every time you were hurt or if anybody else was hurt, you'd be like, train with Angela. <laughs> you know, and that, that, that trend has continued as I'm coming back from knee surgery. Yep. 
I know I can trust you to train with you, so yep. you've been one of my go-to drilling partners. Yep. So I don't fuck my leg up again. Look at that. <laughs> Look you, at that. You found I, this, that's this my meat. niche in the gym. <laughs> yeah. That's a good niche to have. Yeah. That means you're trustworthy. Well, good. Not spazzy. Not spazzy. That's good. <laughs> I can't help but wonder. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were just getting into Kielly's story and how she got Oh, started. Yeah, so let's hear Kielly. I want to hear her remembrance of it. Well, I was saying that I didn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> well, what's funny is you don't remember taking your first class. Well, like, I, did, I did say I think I – just because you've told me about it. <laughs> that I took a class and didn't really like it. And then went yes. back again, and the second time it stuck. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, is that your story? That's it. That's it. Uh, so there's more to it. You want me to tell? It? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so. I'm so glad yeah, you yeah. called. <laughs> I know, right? So I can tell you how your own history of jujitsu. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I remember you. Uh, yeah, you weren't. I got into it. Um, Shiloh started taking classes and then, uh, I can't remember, like if you took a class, I think it was at Grand Valley right after yeah. it opened. And so I think that's probably part of the reason too. There just weren't a whole lot of training partners. I don't think we had many girls there. I don't even know if, uh, Angela had made her way over there yet. And, uh, so yeah, you, you were not super impressed with it. And you and Charlie were doing yoga, hot yoga all the time at Yoga Vinyasa. Yes. And so that was what you guys were doing. And then you guys had a bad experience with somebody um, talking, like telling you to be quiet or something when you guys were in the class and you guys were just like, you know, tired of dealing with rude uh, yoga people. <laughs> and so, yeah, you guys stopped going and then you were looking for something to do the next winter um, when we couldn't go out and hike as much. And I just kind of casually threw out. I was like, well, you remember we do have a membership at that jujitsu gym. And I remember when I threw it out there, I was throwing it out there, like expecting you to come back, like with like, wow, you know, I don't like that or whatever. And, uh, and then you were like, yeah, I think I'll try it again. I was like, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I was so surprised when you took me up on it. And, uh, yeah, then you came in and you had fun and, but you know what made me the most nervous was your first tournament. Because yeah, tournaments can ruin people. <laughs> I, I mean, we've talked about it, right? Like, we've seen, like, we send a, a group of people to a tournament, and it's gotten to the point where I'm like, dude, I'll guarantee you one of those people will never set foot in this gym again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah, you, like, a, a group of white belts go to their first tournament, and some of them will never do jiu-jitsu again. And I was so nervous for you, because I was back when, like, Kevin was really pushing us to compete a lot. And I wasn't really sure if it was, like, the best thing for you to do because you just started training. I was like, dude, she's going to go out there. What's going to happen if you get, like, mollywopped by some, you know, girl and you come away with a really bad experience and then you hate jujitsu? And uh, you're not the most aggressive person in the world anyway. So I was like, dude, she's going to get out there and some hyper-aggressive girl is going to, you know, just aggressive her way through it. And, uh, and then I remember that first girl you, you, were, you went against, she was like a blue and a white belt. Remember that? Yep. Yep. And they made her go change her belt because she mm-hmm. needed a real white belt because there's no such thing as a blue and white belt. <laughs> and uh, and then she had a fucking head cap on too, like a swim cap. 
Yep. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. And then she was late getting there, and then yep. they made her change her belt. And I was like, and so they just kept delaying you, and you were just like getting more and more nervous. I was like, this is bullshit. And, uh, and then you went out there and fucking kicked ass, man. <laughs> and I was so pumped. And you would have won that first match if Kevin hadn't told you to try to do something that you've never even heard of or tried in your life before in the middle of a match. You know what I mean? Like, the first time to try to coach somebody on a move is not the first time in the middle of a fucking jiu-jitsu match. <laughs> but because uh, you were up on points, and you had her in your closed guard. And it was like, dude, do not open your legs. And he told you to try to, like, fucking balloon sweep her or something. <laughs> and she stood up. And, and you tried to do that, and she ended up, like, passing your guard. And you ended up losing on points in, like, the last 30 seconds. And I, do you remember I was fucking pissed? I was oh, yelling at I Kevin. Remember. I felt like a kid at a at a uh, sports event and their parent was arguing with the coach. <laughs> Dude, I was. I was like, why did you tell her to do that? She doesn't, you know, it's like she had that fight one and yeah. Kevin's like, ah, you know, whatever. And, and uh, anyways, we worked it out. But yeah, it was a double <laughs> elimination. So you came back, you had another match yeah. and you ended up winning that and you won your next one. What did you win? Like two or three yeah. in a row. And but it was a really big division, so like you didn't end up getting to the battle rounds, yeah. Um, even though you won like three rounds, you know, three and two, anyways. But uh, dude, I was so pumped, I was so nervous. I remember that I was like, Yeah, I hope she does not come away from this tournament ruined on jujitsu. All but, I, uh, I remember that we almost lost Z. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't know that i told you that yes that, I well that lost yes <laughs> yeah, james almost lost me. james almost lost z yes yeah she's on the mat wrestling and i'm sitting here like you know watching her like super intensely and all of a sudden i turn around and i'm like where the fuck is he at and uh yeah luckily he was not too far away but yeah there was like 15 seconds of panic when you're in like the cow palace or whatever the fuck that arena is yeah and there's like all these people around you're like dude where's my kid but uh <laughs> you know luckily a jiu-jitsu tournament is probably one of the better places to lose your kid, if you're gonna lose your kid. <laughs> we'll go with that yeah if yeah. you're gonna lose them it might as well be at a jiu-jitsu tournament better than disney world i guess that, yeah for sure for sure or like a nambla conference or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> a nambla reference i haven't heard that in years <laughs> so but uh um yeah anyway so that's my recollection and then you got bit by the bug and you ended up being better at jiu than me and oh, uh God. so here we are here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. So there's your story, Kiela. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. You need someone to have a different twist than your story. I know. I would like to hear what the other side of my story is. I'm sure there's another side to it. Probably. <laughs> we don't need to go Maybe. into that. <laughs> oh, man. My family thinks I'm stupid. I'm sure they have another side. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That'd be a good version of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You Came back with a tattoo, and they don't think highly of us. I no, I got a 15-minute lecture after I told them I was going to do one fight-to-win tournament as a white belt. The first one I ever did, I got like a 15-minute lecture about, what are you going to do if you break your arm? How are you going to take care of your son? Blah, 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 Oh, jeez. Which is when I decided, like, Rue can take care of himself. So I was like, go and do all your stuff yourself. <laughs> That's what came of that. Rue's independence, not, not anything else. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. 
Which, uh, you got yeah. a whole, you got a birthday party, don't you? A two, I, well, I don't have to leave till 2.30. Okay. So we got 20 right. minutes. All right, cool. Yeah. Yep. So what's the... So what's the takeaway there? Like, what's the, like, what, uh, I don't know. What's your girl's opinion on getting more girls in jujitsu or, yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, uh, that's a good question. I think, I think a good question, James, is like for us guys, like what can we do to make uh, the jujitsu gym environment like more, more welcoming to new, new women coming in and trying it? Because it's a generally yeah. kind of a male-driven environment and, a little rough around the edges and cause guys, you know, don't care as much about some of that stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Rob? What would you do? I don't know. That's why I'm looking at the two women here hoping they got good answers. I think I think women that do this sport are a little off anyway. I mean you you kinda have to be a little bit different, a little odd to do like you're not gonna attract the general population of women just because it doesn't appeal to most women, but I mean, to get women that want to come in and try it, and I, I think a lot of them when they try it will stay, but you need to you need to foster an environment of like, I would say cleanliness for one thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you know, make make sure people have clean geese, like because I think women are definitely more sensitive to that than men. I would I would say, and then yeah. you know, and make sure you know I the other day when we were doing class, we were doing up, down, out, and there were some guys there that were a little aggressive. I turned to Rob and I was like, hey, would you make your don't be a dick speech? <laughs> so before we did up, down, out, he made his don't be a dick speech and it, I don't know if it worked or not, I didn't end up going with those two guys, but I don't know, I think just, just making women feel comfortable and knowing they're not going to get manhandled. Know, yeah, manhandled by these like super aggressive, unusually bigger guys. Yeah, I agree. I think like that is the biggest the hardest thing for me is to feel like I'm just being picked up and placed, like tossed around, and it's almost like a, like a, in, instinct type of thing. Like there's something in me that kicks in that like, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like my reaction to being tickled. Like it's my rational brain is like you're fine, but there's like this deep instinct in me that's like no, this is not okay. Like when a guy just like picks me up and freaking tosses me around and I am just helpless. Like, I, yeah, that's, that is the one thing that I still to this day really kind of struggle with sometimes. Yeah. And I, I, I think most advanced belts as, as guys are pretty good with that. You're pretty mindful that generally we're stronger than most of the women. There is still a few knuckleheads that go a little too hard. I just don't know how to turn the volume knob down. Yeah. You know, and I'm just saying that out loud makes me think. Like, because I usually, I do a good job at bringing some of those things up in, like, beginner class. But I take for granted that just, oh, you know, if someone's got some color on the belt, they should know this. But it's probably not a bad idea to mention it, you know, even do before doing up, down, out in those advanced classes. Like, yeah. hey, you guys chill out. Like, use technique with the women. Like, if yeah. you have to, if you got to turn your volume knob up more than 50%, like... You're doing the technique wrong. You know, if you got to throw some woman around to make the move work, like, you're not doing good jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yeah. You're just kind of being an asshole. That's, like, I can get submitted all day long by someone that, like, you know, rolling with, like, you and Jamie and James and, like, yeah, it's, like, that's one thing. But, yeah, it's another one. I'm just, like, all right. Like, there's no technique here. I'm just being freaking picked up. Yeah. <laughs> Smashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's frustrating because as a female, you have to use technique because you don't have that that smash ability that men do most of the time. So 
I don't know. I would say that's one of the one of the bigger frustrations is feeling feeling picked on, I guess, or you know, helpless. just like, helpless. helpless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So cleanliness and being physically assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> are two those are two ter- barriers. Two turnoffs. <laughs> yeah. I can see those being legitimate yeah. turnoffs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think overall though, like you know, you guys do a great job of, you know, doing those speeches. Of don't be a dick speech and. Yeah, so. But, you know, the problem is, too, again, I'm just kind of thinking about this as you as you said that, because I can see myself, because I've tried several different versions and timings of, and, and strategic timings of that speech, but usually the people that need to hear it don't pick up on it. You know, I, yeah. And I, I think just, you know, me being a coach, one of the senior students at the gym, I need to realize that and actually pull those people aside that obviously aren't getting the message and be like, hey man, chill out when you're rolling with the women. Instead of trying to be nice about it, like, you know, you give the hygiene speech before class so you don't have to call out the stinky guy. <laughs> but it's usually the stinky guy who doesn't get the fucking message. Yeah. So then you have to go, you have to be, do the uncomfortable thing and pull them over like, hey man, yeah. let's think about washing your gi before you come back to class, cut your fucking toenails, you know. Yeah, because I'm thinking of a couple of our higher ranked guys, individ- you know, specifically that probably should be like, hey, Tone it down a little bit. You go yeah. a little harder with the women because yeah. they're not seeing, they're not getting the message. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Or, or even, even if you're watching up, down, out, or watching, you know, live rolling at the end, just, you know, call it out at the time. That's I, time. I would think. Like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> well, because it's easy once you're rolling to like get into the moment and mm-hmm. and like look back and like, because I've done it. I've been like, oh, well. I shouldn't have gone that hard <laughs> with, with something and like, but in the moment you kind of forget, uh, cause you know, there's a lot going on. I mean, even like, I'm not justifying it, but it's sometimes it's kind of tough from a guy's point of view. If you're not, if you aren't self-aware, like, cause both of you girls are good and you can create some fucking problems for us. And even if you create a problem, like a lot of times you can just like be started if, if you really wanted to. And I think that's where some guys, you know, fall yeah. instead because they don't want to lose to a chick. Like that's terrible. I'm not yeah. tapping to a chick. Yep. I'm just gonna fucking gorilla I think smash I've, it. I've heard James say that before. <laughs> no, I said that I'll let you pass my guard, but you're not getting the submission. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I, I think that. Uh, yeah, I mean, all those are are you know good points. I mean, obviously, I think the biggest thing is just remembering like you know women are not uh you know dudes without a penis and breasts you know what i mean like they're like they're different and, like they think differently they look at the world differently it was actually one of the things that 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 becky girl was talking about that the way that ultra marathon runners the way that men mentally handle the race versus the way that women mentally handle the race is totally different and she didn't realize that until she started like you know asking around and, and doing some surveys and, you know, like men, for the most part, are almost 100% analytical. It's all like math equations, you know, how fast am I going? How much longer do I still have? You know, and, and women are more kind of like a, a feeling thing and running on gratitude and, and trying to, you know, it's kind of more of, of an emotional thing. And she said it was like 100%. It, you know, it was the, all the men did it this way and all the women did it this way. And, you know, just remembering that women walk in and they see the environment differently, right? Like, 
So we may not notice that the gym stinks, right? Because we're used to fucking stinky dudes and, you know, locker rooms and stuff. But like, man, if your gym stinks, if it's dirty, you know, these are things that, that women, I think, notice and it, and it matters more to them than necessarily uh, most guys. And, and also, like you were saying, uh, um, just remembering that rolling with a guy is – uh, man, that's like, you know, me rolling with a, a fucking NFL linebacker, you know, and it's, it's the, um, you know, keeping that in mind so that you are trying to like keep people from either beasting out on women or, you know, being mindful. I think the coach, like knowing like, Hey, that new white belt there is probably not a good fit for this, uh, you know, girl who's trying class the first day. And so during up, down, out, like trying to facilitate, a little bit like where people go and who they roll with rather than just leaving it um 100 yeah. random so i've noticed you girls doing that like you you girls take note on on stuff and i've seen you guys skip a place or two in line to yeah. you know get yeah. with, with a better training partner is that when uh, I, accurate yes and i tell new girls too i that that one girl that was she'd done a couple classes yeah. i was like I pointed out the people not to roll with i'm like anybody else in here is fine but do not roll with these people <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's the thing, but, um, you know, it's hard, man, because guys are like, man, we don't want to like, you know, dumb down our sport or whatever, or, or make it all touchy feely and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, that's, that's not necessarily what it is. You know, it's just, it's looking at your gym and the experience that people have at it through your customer's eyes or, or through your you know, students' eyes and trying to put yourself in their position and see it the way that they see it. And, you know, the other hard thing too, man, Rob, you and I have talked about this a few times is the, after you've done jujitsu for like 10, 15 plus years, it's really hard to remember what it was like to be a white belt. Yeah. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. And so especially, and and then you have no idea what it's like to be a white belt, white belt girl. No, I can't even imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that that's kind of the the big thing. Is like, man, if you want to get more women into this sport, that you know, we don't need to go the whole social justice warrior route. You know, uh, feminize everything. Toxic masculinity is horrible, kind of thing. But uh, I think that, um, yeah, just just realize, man, I had that talk with Kevin, man, because one thing that drives me nuts about jujitsu it's a little fucking side rant. You want to get more girls into jujitsu? They need to fucking split up the kids, man. They need to stop making girls wrestle with boys as kids. Nothing ruins a girl on jujitsu faster than an eight-year-old girl getting fucking manhandled by another eight-year-old boy. And you know what I mean? Like, it's not the same thing. Like, yeah, I, I kind of understand why, but, man, I've, I've talked about this before, and it drives me nuts because I can point to a couple instances that I know made a mark on Shiloh, our daughter, uh, with jujitsu. She had a bad experience rolling with boys, and it really soured her on jujitsu. And I just I don't understand why they make young girls roll, like especially at tournaments. Right? I, I can I can see it at your school. You're gonna do up down out. You're gonna do that. But it's like, dude, at, at tournaments, I just I don't know. I think that that. Um, you want to get more girls into the sport they need to stop pretending that everybody under 13 is the same and and recognize that man girls it's it's not the same damn thing so but uh i don't know that's like a little little side rant for me but because i remember telling kevin i was like dude you have no idea what it's like to be a 12 year old you know or a 10 year old girl doing jujitsu 
You know, and you're sitting here trying to tell me, like, oh, I know what it's like to be manhandled by another guy and get my ass kicked. And it's like, no, dude, it is different. Like, a guy getting his ass kicked by another guy is not the same thing as a girl getting her ass kicked by a guy. And, you know, it's like, like that that drives me nuts. I think that that right there is probably one of the the more, more maddening um, things for me. But that's just my, my opinion. So, I don't know what that meant. Well, I think that that like touches on what I was saying about you know, going against a guy that just like picks you up and <laughs> yeah. yeah tosses yeah. you around. Yeah, no, it's hard, man. It's hard if you're you know the guys running the sport look at it and they're just trying to look at it through their lens as men, not realizing that it looks totally different as a woman, and we need to find a compromise between the two visions, and that that's what's gonna you know ultimately get more women into jujitsu but uh yeah so what's your guys's opinion on like women's classes i don't i don't necessarily think it i need it but i i think it for beginners it would probably be a lot easier to get into the sport i think if you yeah. if you're walking into a class with all women because i think for a lot of women that's what's intimidating about starting or doing your first class yeah yeah i think that that would help get more women introduced to it because it is like that's like some of the biggest things is like big sweaty dudes yeah and them just picking you up and manhandling you <laughs> so yeah. i think i think a beginner's women class would it would be a good thing the, the, i think that I, I i don't disagree but the the problem is just the lack of women yeah like you yeah. gotta you gotta have a big stable of women to start, yes. to start yeah. with, then, you know, so you're, it's kind of a catch-22. Yeah, this, in a perfect world, yes, that is a good solution to, for new people. Because I think once you get advanced, like, once you get blue, purple belt, like, you're sticking around for the long haul anyways, for, for the most part. Yeah. And so then training with the guys in the regular class is fine. But, yeah, you know, women's class for beginners, I think, is a good idea. But it's so tough to implement. Like, you, yeah. yeah, I think I think it would be good if it was... Like, it was very clear that this is a beginner, like, very introductory class. Yes. Like, the, the tone is set that, like, this isn't the deal. Like, you're, you know, you're expected to just integrate with the rest of the gym. We're not doing, like, a girls and guys mm -hmm. thing here. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, to get your feet wet, it's a good yeah. idea, you know. I, yeah. Well, and I think we're pretty good at our gym about, you know, when a new woman comes in, we, there's usually a, another female for her to partner with. Like, we don't. Very rarely do they walk in and have to immediately roll with the guys. Like, we don't. We're pretty good about that, I think. Yeah. I mean, you guys are pretty good about, you know, approaching the new girl that comes in and making her feel welcome. Yeah. I've seen you guys do that on a number of occasions. Um, I think that's important. That goes a long ways, too. Because yeah. it's not, like I said, at one time we did have a lot of girls in there, but now we don't. Just a, just a handful. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think you just got to keep that up. Make it a nice, warm, welcoming environment. So it's not super intimidating for him. Yeah. 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 I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yeah, cut no. out? Oh, I didn't know if James cut out or you just lost your train of thought. No, no, I'm here. I'm trying not. It's, uh, yeah, like you said, it's a catch-22, man. It's, you know, to, to have a women's program, you need to have women. Right. And so, you know, that's kind of what happened with us is like we built our women's program without the use of a women's program. So all the girls were used to training with guys. So it's almost like they didn't want to 
not train with the guys and uh you know so but yeah i don't know i think it's one of those things that in the right environment in the right circumstances can certainly help but uh i wouldn't say that it's a necessity like if you really want to grow your women you know the women's program and the women that come into your gym if there are that's kind of like i think the easy thing everyone's all like oh if i want to get more women in here i'll start a women's program and it's like look around your gym first right is it clean does it smell good does you know do the women have uh you know uh you know there's so many other things that you can do like that we've talked about that can make uh jujitsu more inviting for women rather than just inserting a women's program into an already existing maybe not a welcoming environment would would you agree yeah i agree 100 percent. yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah so <laughs> oh okay. You're concurring next to us, not agreeing with us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. So I do. I think it's fun. I oh, I pulled up uh, some sister science. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think it's interesting because just kind of going on a different topic, but uh, like you look at the tournaments, and I feel like women become friends. Like I can, oh, yeah. like I know almost every woman that I've competed against and we're like friends on Instagram and stay in touch. And I just think it's interesting because guys don't seem to have that. Well, I wonder if it's because there's just not as many of you. And so you have a lot of respect for each other that you compete against. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's got something They're to do with different, it. They're just different, man. Yeah. Nah, women are just different. Like, it, it cracks me <laughs> up. I watch Kiela, and I, it's a joke by this point. I'm like, you guys Instagram friends yet? Like, she walks off the fucking mat with a person, and it's like, you guys friends yet? You guys Instagram <laughs> friends already? And, uh, no, I, th- I think it's just different. It, it goes back to that, you know, women are, they're just, you know, the, the mind chemistry, the way that they see the world is, is different. And, uh, you know, they are more um, relationship uh, driven, whereas like, you know, guys are more into stuff and, <laughs> you know, women are more into like developing relationships. So we want to win that fucking medal. That's what we want. Or, you know, to, you know, to show that we kick ass or whatever. Because it's funny. I talked to you about this, Rob, and I remember you telling me you're like, you know, I kind of know one dude that I competed against. And that's just because I've seen him a shit ton of times at tournaments over the years. And, uh, but yeah, I don't, I'm not friends with any of the guys I've competed against or anything like that. Like, but, uh, it is, it is an interesting difference. Um, at least in our little group here. Yeah. I think that's pretty common across the board. I mean, there is, there's a couple of guys that I've, you know, kind of came up in the ranks with that we competed against each other at blue belt, purple, brown, and now at black. There's only, you know, there's a couple guys that fall into that category, but well, being that I don't have social media i'm not friends with them on there but you know we're friendly when we see each other yeah yeah so. yeah, yeah well that's what i meant like i'm not walking off the mat like you know mad dog you know we're not like you know scowling at each other we're like shaking hands like hey man that was a great match and you know good luck and the rest of that like friendly but i'm not like hey man we need to be friends on facebook what's your instagram <laughs> handle you that know hit me up weird. there <laughs> It is weird, but I think that's, uh, um, you know, again, it just kind of speaks to the differences there and how, how we look at our experiences. Like, you know, women, I don't know, again, I could be wrong, man, but it's like, it is a lot about like building the relationships, um, as much as, uh, getting the fitness and the self-defense and the jujitsu itself. I mean, I mean, am I I speaking wrong there, ladies? 
No. Yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yes. <laughs> we're like sisters. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you girls, I mean, I, I, the girls, like when we had a bunch of girls there, like you guys were all, you know, you guys were all friends. You guys would go do shit together. Yeah. And uh, you don't really see the guys doing that as much. So, and it's just, it's fine. I'm friends with you guys, but we're not like, uh, the relationship component isn't as important. I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, how am I going to keep Rob from getting on my back next time? Not like, oh, I wonder what Rob's doing for dinner. Maybe he wants to go grab <laughs> <have> a bite, <laughs> you know? So I could be wrong, but I think that that might be a little different than, uh, you know, when Kelly's thinking about Angela, I'm sure it's probably most of the time in friendly terms. And uh, when I'm thinking about my jiu-jitsu partners, it's usually in, like, fucking, like, that motherfucker. How am I going to get him to stop this or whatever? So, but... Uh, when I'm thinking about Angela, I'm thinking about how we need to come up with our next outfit to... <laughs> See? <laughs> exactly. gal outfit. Rob, Rob and I have never had that conversation. <laughs> never. No, Rob found certain. a shirt last night that you guys probably both need. I did. Okay. He did. I did. And he even suggested that you guys needed this shirt. One day, Dan and I might show up to class with matching shirt or something. You guys would be surprised. <laughs> but see, Maybe. it wasn't our idea. We're, it, it was you girls. No, like, no, this, this is Rob's us. idea. <laughs> Yeah, but it may be my idea, but in just in that practice, it's because yeah. of, of you guys' influence. Because we sure. do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So even as, as much so. as we try to resist your guys' influence, it, it happens. <laughs> creeps in. It creeps in. No one can hold you on the podcast. <laughs> yes. What was that? I think it was a meme or something. We're like the sucker fish or something that you can't get rid of. The octopus on your face. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you got up next? Do you got more presentations or laser cut? Chris Duffin, who's the guy, one of the owners of Kabuki Strength. Um, is coming in to present on like soft tissue release stuff. Oh, cool. So, yeah, he's got some interesting stuff. He's like, instead of like just doing foam rolling, he, he does like compression rolling. And so, like, think about like, you know, like almost like a ram rollers. So, like, instead of rolling your quad like the rollers on the, on the ground and you're facing the ground and you're, you know, you're rolling on the, um, the roller, getting like a super heavy roller that weighs like 50, 60 pounds, and then you're laying on your back and the roller's sitting on you and you're rolling that up and down your legs. And that's a little, that that's different than the other kind. So I'm kind of curious to see where he's going with it, but he's got a couple, uh, you know, tools that they've, um, you know, come up with to kind of help with that concept. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, that's what we got next. And then we got some laser tag after that. Nice. So, Tell you need to tell Joel it. Joel Jameson to get my Morpheus sent out. My quality of life and my recovery is hangs in the balance. It hangs in the balance <laughs> because he doesn't have my Morpheus in the mail yet. I told him I gave I delivered your message last night at dinner. I Good. said my buddy Rob wanted me to tell you that he wants his <laughs> his uh, M5 band. So <laughs> and he he was like okay. <laughs> no good. He, he can want all he wants. Um, <laughs> Still not happening. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be. He said it should be sent out here in the next week or so. It's just we were talking a little bit last night about manufacturing stuff. I mean, he's you know having to manufacture it over in China, so it's just you know you're kind of on their schedule, and there's really not a whole lot you can do with it. So he's uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely working hard, but um, yeah, the delay is frustrating him as well. But they do have one of the watches here. One of the guys that uh, um, one of his like guys that works for him who's in charge of the Morpheus stuff has it here. So it's pretty slick, man. You're gonna like it. I'm pumped. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I did uh, I found out about a website last night that completely expanded my horizons. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's called poopsenders.com. Say say that again. Poopsenders.com. Okay. They will anonymously send cow poop to someone of your choice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. So if you, if you want to send someone a bag of shit, they will do it for you and they will do it anonymously. So they have no idea who it came from. I, I want to ask, but I'm a little afraid to, how did you discover this? <laughs> it was just a, someone at the conversation at dinner last night. It came up Okay. and uh, yeah, apparently they have a variety pack. uh, you can do so uh yes um but uh anyways i had no idea that you could pay someone to anonymously send cow poop to someone for you and uh now my horizons are expanded i would like to get them as an official podcast sponsor (laughs) that would be be pretty amazing (laughs) But we can just start saying they are. We could. We, 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 don't, we, we don't want them to send us anything. No, we don't want any free products. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's on us, guys. Please don't send us anything. It's just free publicity. <laughs> my wheels are turning. I feel like Angela and I could could do something with our bags of dicks. We totally could. We are- oh, the bag of dick cookies. Bag yeah. of she dicks, tell, yeah. Fans of the she tell you, I, like I a couple times when we were negotiating with our bank for my line of credit increase and it looked like things weren't going to work out with them. I was like, dude, I'm going to have Angela bake me a bag of dicks that I can send them. <laughs> like, we totally like could that. make a business out of we it. Anonymously could. send bags of dicks. Yeah, there, we well, send- not to rain on your parade, but there is a company out there that sends bags of gummy dicks. They're oh, gummies, really? though. They're ours, gummies. Are, uh, okay. ours are sugar cockies. They're so much better. <laughs> they are better, but you can send a bag of dicks. You can send a bag Way of dicks. Way better. Because yeah. then you can choose, like, you know, what color do you want them? Do you want them to be hairy or shaved? <laughs> we did you know, Christmas size? <laughs> Do you want to really intimidate the person you're sending it to? Oh you know, what message are I you mean, trying to send? Yeah, what message are you sending? Is it a big black hairy cock? <laughs> like a, a small little Asian cock? Like, what, are we, what are we doing here? And yeah, oh I think that there's, you can you know, have a whole consulting service where you're like, what oh message God. are we sending? Well, based on that, I would say like, you know, two of these kind of cocks and one of these. <laughs> That is a great idea because, like, when you go to a website to buy clothes, they'll have the size calculator sometimes. So you can type in your bill. Color and size. Color and size. Yes. So you could do the same thing. What message are you trying to send yeah. for your cockies? Yeah, totally. Oh, we what? would suggest yeah. two little Asians and one big black for this message. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> yes, exactly. You guys are so racist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. I'm full of good ideas, so. Uh, but uh, 
Yeah, no, I think there's a business there for you, Angela. If you ever get tired of working a regular nine to five, then uh, a- Angry Baking with Angela has so many different like avenues you can take it, you that know. Is true. And and the bag of cockies is definitely one that, of yeah. those avenues. I like the consulting. The I like the cons- yeah. yeah. I like the consulting side of it. Yeah, I like that. You need to just tell me what message to you want to send, and I can. I will come up with a bag of dicks for you. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes. Well, on yes, that so. note, I we I need to get going here. Okay. Yeah. Z has a very important birthday party. Perfect. Well, cool. Well, I'm gonna get going. I'll let you guys uh, wrap up on your end. And uh, but yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys making the effort. When I realized that I was out of town and how the math was gonna work out or the you know time math. I was like, shit, man, what are we going to do? Are we going to, like, miss an episode? We can't miss no, an episode. We can't miss no, an episode. No. So, no, this was a good uh, good idea. We talked about having the happy gals on before, so I'm glad. I appreciate you guys filling in for me and stepping up while I was out of town. You're welcome. And, uh, Anytime. You owe street us going. <laughs> I do. I do. I will, uh, I will uh, have a bag of poop sent to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. Wrong message. Okay. Wrong message. Well, Angela, you and I will consult and we'll figure out what message I'm wanting to send. Okay, and, sounds and, good. Yeah, so. All right, guys. Okay. I will uh, talk to you all later. All right. All right. See you, James. Okay. See you. I love you. Uh, I love you, too. Love you in a jiu-jitsu way. <laughs> and I love you in a jiu-jitsu way. And, Rob, I don't love you, but I really like you. And, uh, you know, we'll leave it at that. So. I'll Sound just, good? no response. I'll leave it at that. Thanks, bro. That, yes, let's make it really awkward. Awkward. I will just, so, I will talk to you later, my friend. <laughs> just remember, it doesn't create the situation. It just enhances it. Just enhances it, so. it buddy. Okay. okay, brother. Talk All to right, you guys man. later. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, hopefully the sound quality wasn't too terrible on that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, with the speakerphone up to the microphone, we shall see. Once I think we, it's all right. I think hopefully we'll be all right. I'll check it out as soon as we get done recording this afternoon. I'll see. And if it's terrible, well, uh, I'm sure we won't lose too many listeners. <laughs> they don't expect a lot from us. So. I think they'll put up with it in order to hear the happy gals perspective. Yeah. yeah. You think so? I think you so. Think you guys got that much sway? Oh, yeah. We brought yeah. a lot to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll call this a wrap. You got to get Z to a birthday, part, birthday party. We don't yep. want to be jumping through any conclusions. <laughs> but we're pro-women in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> yes. our decision. And, yeah, in case okay. the message got skewed. All of us at Grumpy Guy are pro-women in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Just yeah. make sure there was no confusion there. Okay, good. Whether we know how to do it or not is another thing, but we are definitely for it. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So we'll end on that. All right. Thank Perfect. you, guys. Thank you. See you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now, so get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. Shoes. No trace of the tools.
shaped in your face Fuck the rules, snooze you lose One eye always open, it times two No clue, but soon a brief monsoon Might give you a view to choose Stay tuned, include, won't conclude To the end is near, beware There's consequences for what you do To me and demon The devil of many levels I keep on feeding For several of them rebels Me, myself, and I Myself, he died.